Welcome to Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Tony Connolly. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's pod. We've got a great guest, and I have to let folks know that she happens to be my better half. She's my wife. But when it comes to someone who is a professional, when it's involving mortgages, Julie Connolly is that. She's the state board president of the Michigan Mortgage Lenders Association. She's a TPO and NDC area manager at Union Home Mortgage with more than 20 years of experience as a wholesale mortgage broker in that field. She's got customers all over and accounts all over the nation, and she joins us this afternoon. Julie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. So tell us, what is the MMLA, the Michigan Mortgage Lenders Association? So the Michigan Mortgage Lenders Association was established in 1929. We are the only Michigan-based trade association that is dedicated solely to housing finance. So we have about 1,200 members throughout the state of Michigan and many abroad that make up mortgage banking firms, independent mortgage brokers, commercial banks, credit unions. And they are members because we really talk about connection, education, and legislation of all things Michigan. So I want to buy a house. I need to get a mortgage. I go to a guy. And what happens from there? Or a girl. Or a girl. Indeed. (laughs) I think the most important thing is, you know, to find a professional that you are comfortable with, whether that's a mortgage broker that works independently with multiple different lenders or a retail lender that is specific to their own and they lend their own money. Finding somebody that you're comfortable with and getting pre-approved. Do you want to make sure that, you know, provide all of your information, your income, your asset information, your credit information so you can have a solid pre-approval? That's definitely needed in this market. Housing is still in short supply and it's still moving fast. So you want to make sure to get all of those ducks in a row before you go out looking. More than one year ago, the Fed started increasing interest rates. As a matter of fact, at recording of this interview, the Fed raised rates another quarter of a point. Tell us where we are now and where you think we may be going. And that's in regards to mortgage rates. Yeah. Well, you know, interestingly enough, the Fed rates are not directly tied to the mortgage rates. So that's something that I'd like to let everybody know. We do get the phone calls when the Feds increase rates and borrowers think that that quarter percent is a direct to their mortgage or you know, if they're pre-qualified to the mortgage that they're anticipating getting. But instead, mortgage rates are influenced by the 10-year treasury bond. And that is more determined and fluctuated by the supply and demand of the bond market. It's more sensitive to inflation expectations, more so than the actions of the Federal Reserve. Obviously, when the Federal Reserve you know, increases rates, borrowing becomes more expensive. So yes, the rates are going to go up, but it is not a direct tie to the mortgage market and the mortgage rate. That's something that's a little bit different. Where's the current mortgage rate at? Well, that would be determined upon your credit profile, but rates are... In the mid sixes to the mid sevens, at our company, we sell directly to the agencies that would be Fannie, Freddie, HUD, which includes FHA and then USDA. And all of those will affect you based on your credit score, the loan to value of your property. So that can definitely fluctuate. So you want to make sure that you're talking to a mortgage professional so that you know where you're at. If you're looking at the paper and you think today it shows rates at 6.875, you could be a little bit less, you could be a little bit more depending on your specific situation. 
So, Julie, the rates have increased significantly in the last year. What's that done to the mortgage business? Well, it's definitely slowed us down on the refi side. So, you know, obviously people that are sitting in two, three, four percent aren't interested at this point refinancing unless the benefit would be pulling cash out of their home. On the purchase side, I mean, it really hasn't slowed a ton. I mean, when we look at the rates compared to housing sales, there's not a ton of correlation. It's extending the length that a house may be on the market. So, you know, last year it was like zero days. You'd be listing a home today. You could have 20, 30 offers to purchase by the end of the day. Now it's extended to 30 to 60 days. So those homes are spending a little bit more time on the market. But when you look at the stats that came out from the Michigan Association of Realtors, Year over year, from December 2022 to December 2021, we still saw a 9% increase in the sales price of homes. So values are still there. It's just taking a little bit more time for those homes to move off the market. And Julie, when we come back, I want to talk to you about the availability of homes, new homes and otherwise. I'm Tony Conley. We're talking with Julie Conley, who is the state board president of the Michigan Mortgage Lenders Association. This is Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. Sonair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sonair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sonair.com. Welcome back to the pod. I'm Tony Conley. This is Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. We're talking with Julie Conley, who's the state board president of the Michigan Mortgage Lenders Association. Julie, I see in the news that we need more houses to sell, whether they're new or otherwise. What's the housing market look like in the state of Michigan? Well, we do need more homes to sell or to be listed. I think that at this point, the rates do have a little bit of a problem with those homes being listed. But really, I think people need to look that the rates aren't the reasons the homes are being listed. It's just that people feel uncertain right now with the environment of lending in general. Right now is still the best time in history to purchase a home. If you look at where we're going to end in 2023, 2023 is still going to be the fifth best home selling and home buying year since 2002, I think is where the stats go. So at this point, when people ask me, is now the time to buy? I say it's absolutely the time to buy. We still have a housing shortage here. I mean, it's from anywhere from 3 million to 5 to 6 million is some of the reporting that's coming out from Fannie and Freddie. So housing values are not going to go down. They may be stifled a little bit because of the actual interest rates. So we might not see appreciations of 14 and 15%. We might see something of, you know, four to 9%. So now is not the time to sit out on the market. If you are needing, if you're a renter, a first time home buyer, and you're looking to buy and you need to buy, but you're worried about those rates, you shouldn't be rate conscious at this point. You should just be payment conscious and look and get with your realtor and your mortgage professional and get out looking as soon as you can. Julie, I think we in the media drop the ball because most of the time, and I did a little research from this, different entities, all you hear is negative information in regards to trying to buy a home now. Is this the right time? It seems like we may be dropping the ball on the good news. 
I would agree with that. I think a lot of us in my industry would agree with that. Barry Habib, who is a pretty well-known economist in my field, you know, just came out today and said, you know, the news was that the median home price was down year over year. And that is true, but it was down by two tenths of 1%. And that didn't talk about the appreciation of the homes. Appreciation, and that's your value, that's your equity is up 8.4%. Those are numbers out from the Federal Housing Finance Association. So I think the one thing that the media fails to do is just put things into context. You know, if somebody talks about foreclosure rates increasing, well, we haven't had foreclosures because of COVID for three years. So of course they're going to be increasing. But when you really look at them, they're not in a place that we should have any worry. So I do think the media could do a little bit more care with giving some context of where we are compared to where we were. And how can we do that, Julie? I know for me, it's a little bit easier because I can just shut up and listen to people like you and people in your industry and what you're learning and what you have to say. But how can we in the media be better at giving more current information about lending? Well, I think you should just talk to the people local to you that are in the business. So talking to mortgage brokers, talking to mortgage lenders, NAR always gives National Association of Realtors has great information at their website. Federal Housing Finance Association has great information at their website. Just look at everything in its context over maybe a 10 to 20 year period is what we really need to do. Because when you look at where we're at today compared to where we were even in 2008, our purchase market is like double what it was, you know, after the housing bubble collapse. So I think we just have to really put things in context. And there's a lot of great resources out there that the media can look at and look over something over multiple years instead of just the last month over month. Julie, how is the mortgage business doing? Are we seeing less companies because the market got a little bit tighter or because some companies got a little bit bigger? How's the business? I mean, the business is good. The purchase business is good. We talked Mm -hmm. about the refinance business still being, you know, significantly down. But we've had a very bloated mortgage industry for the past four or five years. And this year and the next year, we're going to see some writing of that. So we are going to see a lot of mortgage professionals leave the business. We're going to see a lot of companies gobble up smaller companies because it's just not viable for them to be in business. The same thing for realtors. So I look at it that we're just setting the industry right. We had a very low, artificially low interest rate environment for far too long. And it just made things a little bit out of whack. And so right now, I feel like we're just right setting where we should be. That's going to take another year or two. I mean, there's no short of news. You can pick up every day that there's another mortgage company either being acquired by somebody or closing down. And we will continue to see that over the next coming months, especially as we get into summer in the winter months, as I feel like we have still some of this extra money floating out as that money gets used up from this lack of refinance business. I think you're going to see that happen much more frequently. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Julie, I'm going to ask you a little bit more about what people need to do to have their ducks in a row when it comes to going out and getting a mortgage. We're talking with Julie Conley, who is the state board president for the Michigan Mortgage Lenders Association. She's also the TPO and NDC area manager at Union Home Mortgage. This is Media Business. I'm Tony Conley, and this is the Michigan Business Network. For something to grow, 
It takes time. Like the equity in your home. That's why LaughQ offers a home equity line of credit. Because frequent watering of your houseplants may be recommended. Now can we get a new roof? Not so much the rest of the house. Want the best rates for a home equity line of credit? Ask for LaughQ. Stop in today or go to LaughQ.com slash home equity. LaughQ, your credit union for life. Welcome back to Media Business. I'm Tony Connolly. Thanks so much for tuning in to the pod. We're talking to mortgage broker professional Julie Connolly, who happens to be the state board president of the Michigan Mortgage Lenders Association. All right. So, Julie, I'm going to buy a house and I'm looking for a mortgage. I know I need to have my ducks in a row before I go to my lender and before they come to you, what do do to be ready to go out and get their mortgage? Well, you just have to be ready to give out your information, right? I mean, that's the biggest point that you need. You need to be prepared to provide all of your income docs for the prior two years, your assets for the prior couple months, and have your credit pulled or a soft credit pull so you can see where that credit score lands and your debt to income can be calculated. You know, but that's really it. You just have to be willing to give that information. It's very difficult. And I think it might be even illegal to give somebody like an interest rate off a phone call. Your interest rate is dependent upon your credit position and your job history and your job stability. And that is something that borrowers just need to really be aware of. And the more prepared you are to give that information in a fiduciary environment with your mortgage professional, the quicker your pre-approval, your pre-approval letter will go and your financing will follow along and be very smooth. And through some conversations I've heard from you, Julie, it seems like sometimes folks who are trying to get those mortgages need to take some time and make sure they clear up some debt and clear up some bills. Talk a little bit about that. Well, I mean, I look at mortgage originators as mortgage professionals, as financial planners, in a sense. You know, you want to reach out in a very early process to talk to your mortgage professional about purchasing a home so they can look at your entire history as it is on paper and tell you where you need to ship things up and transfer things so that you can have the best opportunity to get approval and to get the best rate possible. So that's why it's really important to start early in the process. Your mortgage professional can always refer you to a good realtor in the area, but I always think you should be get that in the row. If you're thinking about buying in the summer, you should be starting that process now. Don't wait until you have a home and you have an offer to purchase to go look for financing because obviously you may still be able to purchase, but you might not be able to set yourself up for the best success and in getting the best rate possible. Julie, as a media professional, to me, it seems like politicians, political appointees, and we in the media have not communicated the seriousness of the high interest rates for mortgages and how it affects folks trying to get out and buy a home. And more importantly, how a sluggish economy hurts the economy. It seems like this hasn't been communicated to the public very well. And maybe people who set policies don't understand how important the housing market is. Well, I think a lot of them know how important it is. I just think that there's nothing really that they can offer to the conversation, right? There's not a lot that they can do at this position. What they can do and what we have been encouraging in the conversation is to talk about the lack of homes that we have nationally. I mean, we are down as we talked about, you know, four to five million homes nationally, that's really 
going to be problematic for us, especially over the next six to seven years, as we have the average age of home buyer in the United States is 34, first time home buyer. So we're going to see a wave. I mean, I don't know really what gen they are, but there is a bubble of home buyers that are going to be entering that first time home by age within the next three to five years. And it's going to be crucial and important for the federal government and state governments to really look at housing and how important it is for us to invest in building new homes, building affordable homes. We will see, and we see now, we have lots of homes that are being built. Not many of them are in the affordable house range. Not too many you can buy in the 200, dollars or $300,000 price range. So I would really like to have our politicians look at that and try to bring some solution forward in that realm. Do you think home builders maybe will soon start to gear up to start building more? Well, I think home builders are always ready. The problem is we just have a lack right now of skilled labor. So with a lack of skilled labor tied into the fact of where we're going to see the Fed rates that have been increased, those are the things that are going to affect how they can purchase their supplies where they're going to be financing their new constructions or new builds. I think we'll see a lot of building go on over the next three to four years, and it's going to be a lot of move up people. But really what you know I would like them to talk and focus on is going to be that new home buyer, that two hundred dollars to $300,000 price range, as we talked about. That's the area of homes that we're lacking. And unfortunately, right now, it's not affordable for a builder to build those homes right now. We just went to an economic conference yesterday and we were talking about Western Michigan. And right now, builders could build homes you know, around the Holland area for $100,000 more than they can build them up by Muskegon. So why would they build homes in Muskegon for $100,000 less? So it is definitely going to take maybe some intervention from the government to write that. That would be where you're probably going to have to see something, maybe some incentives from builders and really push out some skilled trade from the government because we are missing that skilled trade. And that's what we're going to have to increase. Got two more quick questions for Julie Conley. Julie, in a nutshell, tell us a little bit about the Union Home Mortgage. Oh, Union Home Mortgage is we're based out of Strongsville, Ohio. We have a retail and a TPO and a consumer direct. We're head by Bill Cosgrove, is the president of our company. We've been in business for over 30 years and we enjoy lending. And that's something that's very passionate to Bill and all of us that work at Union Home. And for folks who are considering joining the Michigan Mortgage Lenders Association, give them your pitch, Julie, why they need to do that. I always tell people when they ask me, I'm like, you can have a seat at the table. We're a volunteer organization. So we're broken into three different divisions, I would like to say. So Southwest North is going to be a Grand Rapids area in our mid-Michigan area. And you can just participate in a committee to help organization. And so if you were looking for change, our membership is $199 a year. If you're a mortgage lender or work in the mortgage lending industry, you can go to mmla.net and check us out. You can also apply and grab a membership there and start on a committee and start being the change you want to see. We've been talking with Julie Conley, who is the state board president of the Michigan Mortgage Lenders Association. She's the area manager for Union Home Mortgage, an experienced senior wholesale and correspondent account executive for Union Home, and she's got customers all over America. Julie, thanks so much for your time. We appreciate you so much. Thanks. 
Thank you. Have a great day, Tony. And thanks to our listeners. I'm Tony Conley. This is the Media Business Podcast, and this is the Michigan Business Network.